Welcome to the podcast. It is a belter of a show on the Rush Hour today. I mean, especially for the WWE nerds in the studio like producer Sam and producer Joel. Sammy. I am still on a high after that today. I was all nervous, fangirling in the elevator. I got to see the big man in here and... uh, Joel Embers, you guys are a fair size, but he just towered over everybody, didn't he? Big Drew. Two-time WWE champion Drew McIntyre, the Scotsman. Big boy. How was the trip down in the lift with him? And he was up. good. He'd he per- came up and down. Yeah, I got to be there for a bit. He was a bit. He went up. And then down. And then and down. down. Yeah. We went down well, when, he, when, he, when he left. Well, Sam might still be up. <laughs> you never know. I've still um. got high. No, he was a bit, <laughs> on the way in, he was a bit, had his coffee, he was a bit jet lagged, but by the time he was leaving after he heard those Perth people doing a promo for him. He was uh, he was up and about. You could tell he was ready to take on five men on Saturday night. So, yeah, he was pumped. It was what good. What was your uh, awkward elevator chat with him? Uh, um, so you've been to Perth before, mate? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 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 So you gonna have a selfie with a quokka? Yeah. yeah, like that. But no, he was um he was great, and uh, I think oh, got WWE fever. I think everyone has. So yeah, it was it good was to see him. Funny when Drew was in here because all of the sudden, all of a sudden, the uh, Triple M girls were just swanning around the studio. Lee was there. There was like. Well, normally what happens is in the afternoon, everyone's gone by sort of 3 o'clock, right? Well, yeah, literally. Look and out there. he came no, in just yeah. after 4, 4.30. I've never seen so many people yeah. still <laughs> in the building working. What I was mean, that, how about that for a coincidence? What was that TV show, Embers, um, that all the ladies love watching about, this, the, the handsome Scots, Scottish guys? Oh, something lands the Highlands one. Yeah, um, come on, Sammy, it's in there. <sighs> oh, no, yeah, it is, but Married it's gone. No, no, it's it's anyway. <laughs> I'm glad I brought it up. What I will bring up actually is uh, if you're listening out for when we play Ash? mic drop, um, it's an almost as awkward a moment as me bringing up a Scottish TV show. I can't remember the name of Love Island, but there Vikings. was Vikings. No, not Vikings. Uh, Highlander. Yeah, I, I no, think that's, that's a it. movie. Big that's brother? a movie with Sean Connery. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we, were, we were getting the people of Perth to cut their own wrestling promo, the and in the middle there, somewhere, there was a man talking about basically climbing Drew McIntyre like a ladder and pinning his shoulders down, and it got very sexual. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to climb sexual. you like a tree. Yeah, he was trying to intimidate him, and all of a sudden it was like, sorry, what? What are you going to do? All of a sudden it was just like, wow, okay, that's a sexual slur, and... Um, we're going to be reporting you to HR. I've heard the WWE fans in Perth are passionate, but not sexual. Mm. <laughs> dirty. You wait, 70,000 off the stadium. Right. Oh, it's going to be sweaty in there. Are I'm you going, Sam? Yeah, my brother and myself, bit like fans when we were kids, so yeah. we got like on the floor seats, like oh, close enough. Not wow. that close, but we're, we're, we're pretty close. Do you, so, want, yeah. do you want to trade? Do you want to trade tickets with me? I'm sitting next to Katie oh, Lamb. I just found out. <laughs> Uh, well, because we've got the second best seat in the house then. Ours were about, <laughs> they were a few hundred. Hopefully mum's not listening, but they, they were a few hundred bucks. So, so um, level one, is that? Or are you like ground? No, nah, on, the, on the ground. Oh, okay. So on we're ground. not on gr- the ground. No, no, no. That's why I was trying to swap the tickets. Uh-huh. Will you pay attention? Trying to get us to the front row where Sam is. Mate, I'm that broker. <laughs> couldn't pay attention. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Enjoy the podcast, everyone. From Roebuck Bay to the Roe Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Floriette in a Luwaru and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Embley. From the greatest city in the world, it's time for Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. Monopoly Scratch and Win is back. Tickets in store. Play responsibly. 1-800-858-858. A very, very special guest joins us in the studio right now. Two hundred and seventy-five pounds, Drew McIntyre. 
the house and all the girls just starting to swan around the studio as you can. Oh, Lee's just yes. waving. Yes, just like, off Hello. his private jet and just landed and come straight to Triple M. Welcome to Perth, Drew. No, it's good to be back in Perth. I haven't yes. been here for about my goodness, eight years now. Eight years. Yeah, wow. Place changed a bit for you? Still hot as heck. Yes. Well, that I might like be it. because you're wearing a jumper. I'm wearing a jumper. I tried yeah. to dress nice for you guys, but I see you're all in shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking I'm an idiot. I should have worn shorts and t-shirts. <laughs> well, that's we, maybe because radio. you've probably come from somewhere. Cole, where have you come from? Um, good, good question. I've been on a plane for about 20 hours, but I came from the the West Coast, which is generally warm in America, uh, like LA kind of area, Los Angeles, but it was raining and it was cold and it was miserable. So, so it's glad a nice to be little the change. Heat. Yeah, nice yeah. one. Uh, Elimination Chamber, obviously, on Saturday. Optus Stadium, how are you feeling ahead of this? Because everyone in Perth is just going nuts for it right now. I'm absolutely buzzing. The thing I remember about Perth the most is the fans were just so mental, so passionate, <laughs> and it oh, reminds yeah. me of like the, uh, the fans back home like our wrestling fans back in the UK are like much like our football fans or soccer fans mm. they're just absolutely wild and it's the same kind of fans that were here like everybody had the mad chance in the crowd everybody was ready to you know literally fight with their guy in the crowd and I was like wow this reminds me of back in the UK like American fans are fun but they kind of just kind of play along and get into it but it's not like life or death and that's what I like from our fans like football fans is you know it should be life and death when it comes to your fan your favourite person now the last time you were here Optus Stadium was not even built you are going to be playing in front of 60, 70,000 people at Optus Stadium on Saturday night Are are you ready for it? I am more and ready. I am oh, so excited. Yes. I'm going to do Elimination Chamber match, which oh. is a, one of the most dangerous matches in mm. WWE. It's a match that I've won in the past, and the winner of this match will face the world champion, uh, Seth Rollins, at WrestleMania. So oh. I'm going to go into that match. I'm going to win it once again. Tens of thousands of people in Perth going absolutely mental. Then I'm going to host the craziest, most mental after party. Yeah. Oh. Can we come? Offer heats, of course. Everybody's yeah, yeah. invited. Hippie club. Right. Where are we going? <laughs> Any club. I mean, it's your town, but yeah, I think we're just going to take over the whole of Perth, yeah, we're yeah. the biggest party of all time, and yes. then. Whoever can get to WrestleMania, come along and watch me win the belt. So some big names are listed, obviously. Who do you think is your biggest threat or do you not have a threat? I mean, I don't really have a threat. I'll smash them all. <laughs> I just beat Cody Rhodes on Monday, who was pretty much, he'd be undefeated. He'd been pinned one time in the past two years. I pinned him on Monday. <laughs> and then this Elimination Chamber match that I'm in, uh, personally, we have like former world champions, uh, Bobby Lashley. We have... Um, my goodness, who else is there? Logan Paul. Logan Paul's in there. That's right. It's you the first you'd time. Grab maybe one of his prime drinks and just smack him over the head with it. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to like mix it up with him. He's real athletic. He's picked it up uh, real quick. He's a real passion for our job. But he's not been hit by somebody like me. I think he's going to get shocked. Whatever your preconceptions you might have about WWE, if you ever watched Drew McIntyre in the ring, like I hit people when marks appear and go, I thought wrestling was a bit. Like, oh, have you seen a McIntyre match? I mean, when I hit Logan, he's going to go down and he's going to be black and blue. And Did I even you, feel scared. Managed to get your uh, Scottish sword through customs or? I mean, the sword gets its own plane. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. It does fly private by itself. I think oh, it's nice. got a bit of a big ego, you yeah. know. Lots uh, of leg room. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think he's eating caviar now, drinking oh, champagne. Amazing. Uh, I think I'd have to sit it down, have a, you know, come to Jesus talk. You know, you're getting a bit of a big, <laughs> a big head there, sword. Calm yourself down because it always travels separate and you get out of the building. It shows up by limo three hours late. <laughs> well, yeah, shattered the sword's not in the studio with us right now, but WWE <laughs> superstar Drew McIntyre is going to stick around with us uh, because right up next, Drew, we want to show you 
what Perth's made of as far as cutting a promo, as far as working a mic. Oh, yeah. Are they any good? Are they going to be as good as you? Probably not, but you might be able to be a judge for us. I can absolutely be a judge. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. It's time to enter the ring and talk some trash. I'll open up an $8 billion can of wolf ass to serve it to you. Members and Katie's Mike Wow. How does that sound, Drew McIntyre, who's in the house right now? We have been showcasing some of Perth's talents, right? They've been talking trash, working a mic, which you know how to do so well. Oh, stop. Please continue. (laughs) (laughs) So essentially we've given uh, the people of Perth a a topic and then they basically just call us up. one triple three five three. if you're listening right now and basically talk some trash today. Considering you're in town, in studio, we thought... Callers can call up and basically um, talk trash about you, it's which I wouldn't do. That. I would never well, do that. I would never do that either. Brief. But here's their opportunity to be able to say, Drew McIntyre, maybe they might actually, Drew might go, oh, you know what? I actually really don't want to take this guy on or this girl on. Yeah, are they supposed they to win me. tickets? Is that not the whole That's objective? Right. So yeah. they're going to win tickets and then get to the building that I'm going to be in after yes. talking trash about me? Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. That seems sensible. Yeah. I'd be nervous. So give us a call, one triple three at 53 right now. We are playing mic drop. If you want to know what Perth's made of, this is a little snippet. West of Australia, working all day on your feet, sweating from every orifice of your body. <laughs> In order to beat the man, you gotta be the man. <laughs> Get through this heat without losing your cool. You gotta be real hard. You gotta know what you're doing. Oh, don't let's not forget that our marvelous boss guest paid play Candy Crush and sit in his office and vape. I worked hard all day. I'm looking forward to eating my succulent ham cheese tomato sandwich. You have to be willing to go to war with yourself and create a whole new identity. Who's okay to Right? Right? Are you nervous? Yeah, yeah. There's a couple of, couple of good ones in there. I think somebody got the Ric Flair's catchphrase backwards. And uh, I think some of them sounded like they were straight out of the 80s. Uh, you know, we're, we try to talk like regular, you know, humans these days, but the, the ham t- uh, sandwich one got my attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a new ones. Well, you mentioned it earlier, but we have some absolute loyal and passionate fans here in Western Australia. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely mental. I absolutely love the passion of it all. You can hear it in everybody's voice, you know, right there. Like they are true fans. And I heard they heard a macho man impression in there as well. Like everybody's got a macho man impression. There. Ooh yeah. <laughs> all right, one triple three five three right now. Your chance to score WWE tickets to the Elimination Chamber, Optus Stadium on Saturday. All you need to do is work a mic and talk some trash. About Drew McIntyre. Oh God! Good luck to you. At your own. By the yeah, way, uh, just a little insight to anyone that's calling up who isn't scared because they're just hearing his voice. Our producer outside of the studio had a message to me just before Drew came in. Lift his camera up because I had it like at his chest. Oh. <laughs> I had to move it up because the man is like seventeen foot tall. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. It's time to enter the ring and talk some trash. I'll open up an eight billion dollar can of wolf ass and serve it to you. Members and Katie's. Drew McIntyre is in the house right now and uh, we've got a bunch of callers who are very keen to head to the Elimination Chamber to see you in action, Drew. See me in my underpants live.
That's <laughs> it. How exciting is that? Here's well, now the I'm back go. of my neck uh, standing up <laughs> right now. <laughs> All you need to do is be able to work the mic and talk some trash. And uh, these callers from Perth, they're about to take you on, Drew. So if they win the tickets, oh, are you going to like point them out in at Optus Stadium on Saturday? Yeah, it depends what they say. I mean. Point them out or knock them out. We'll see. <laughs> All right, I'm excited. Let's get things underway. Ross is from Mandra. He's been waiting patiently. G'day, Ross. Can you smell what the Ross is cooking? <laughs> I will take mine. Those tickets are mine. I am and forever will be the champion of the tickets. 26 phone calls, two refusals. And my last name is Smith. If those tickets ain't mine, I'll open up a can of whoop ass. You want some Smackdown? I want them goddamn tickets now. No! Oh, all right, Ross. Wow, wait. <laughs> Drew, what do you Thoughts? think of Ross? Out of 10? Yeah, that's, that's a good effort. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the- the, uh, the the passion was there. I've right. uh, done an impression of the rock. Stole a couple of his catchphrases. Oh. Stole one of Stone Cold's catchphrases. Okay, not so bad. Okay, uh, no, I'll, give, I'll give him a four. Room for improvement. Uh, Brad from Meadow Springs. Yeah. Wait for the bell, Brad, and then far away. I'm taking on Hulk Hogan, yeah. I'm taking on Bret Hart. I'm taking on MJ, yeah. Hey. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, your phone was in the, uh, Toilet? the pool then when you were talking, but uh, what do you reckon? Yeah, I mean, good effort. Uh, I could kind of understand him. I think he was uh, attempted a Matcha Man impression. I'd say everyone's got one. Uh, his might not be that good, but he's attempted it. He sounded more like the guy from Police Academy, to be honest. Yeah. 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 I them to take on Drew. Like, yeah. He's just yelling out Randy Savage nonsense. So, <laughs> Who wants you know, to take say, on Drew? Say Randy Savage nonsense, just get it right. Oh, so you're going wow. to pin me down for the one, two, three guarantee. Like, stuff like that. See, that's right. how that's that's it. That All right, let's see if Keith from Butler can do it. Keith, the bells, Hi, and then go. Here we go. Go. Oh, Drew McIntyre, you may be tall, but I climb ladders all day and I'm going to climb you and put your shoulders to the ground, one, two, three, in a ladder match because that's what I do for work and you'll be easy work for me, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Drew does not look scared at all. Just no no offence, Keith. That's all right because I'm three foot nothing. Um, Drew, if anything, is just smiling at these and just thinks everyone's being lovely. Uh, Josh, yeah. <laughs> he was very lovely. Just calmly told me a bunch of words. I guess so he's going to climb you like a ladder. Which climb was you like yeah, started off interesting. I was curious where it was going, but then, <laughs> thank goodness it didn't go where I thought it was. All right, let's finish off with Josh from Hammond Park. Josh, hear the bells. Not only Drew is McIntyre is a famous Scot. He also supports a team that was born in 2012. Rangers, that's a lot of shite. <laughs> the lad can't even wrestle. I should know. He used to be my OP teacher back in Air, Scotland. One day was enough to go go on to the next. So, sorry, mate, you're crap. Drew, was he actually your PE teacher, Josh? Did you used to be a PE yeah, teacher? In, in Belmont Academy in Air, he was my old PE teacher. Hey, Drew. Wait, I was a PE teacher? Yeah, you were. I wasn't a PE teacher. I wasn't yeah, at Belmont you were either. Sub, you, were, you were a sub, yeah. 
No, it wasn't. <laughs> You think you wrong guy, Josh? I, I went to oh. Belmont and beat up a uh, teacher once. <laughs> like for charity, oh. I went to Belmont and beat oh. up uh, oh, Mr. Oh, McLean. Oh, McLean. Oh, I'm glad you did that. He wasn't the best of people, but yeah. Yeah, that was for charity. I beat him up in front of the whole school. <laughs> then I went to Presswick Academy. Then I went to university in Glasgow. Then I got signed at WWE 21. <laughs> so I was not teaching PE on the side. <laughs> I was WWE when I was 21 straight for school. I Josh is concussed. <laughs> but I didn't like the Rangers insult, like yeah. insulting my team and then yeah. calling me crap, saying I can't wrestle, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one thing I've been known for my entire life is the one thing I could do is wrestle. And in recent years, I've got better on the, the microphone here this is key to our industry you got to talk people into the building yes. and it's something i always focused on the in-ring aspect was always known as one of the better wrestlers and one of the biggest guys would smash you but obviously <laughs> you have to get better on the mic and that's something i've got comfortable with well speaking of better on the mic what do we want to do with these wwe tickets because they're very close to going to josh but he's flat out lied uh to try and win them saying that he was... I know, yeah i mean i appreciate it. he's willing to do whatever it takes got the lies like you know personally insulted me insulted Just give my, it to insulted josh, my football let's... team I'd, I'd, I'd expect some better insults from everybody like <laughs> yeah. tell me you're gonna knock my teeth so far down my throat you can, i'll have to shove a toothbrush up my ass to brush them or something decent like one good line can one people but at least he personally attacked me attacked my team got me PO'd a little bit so maybe I'll smack him around if he's at the show give him the tickets Josh you're going to WWE this weekend oh my god that's amazing thank you so much just stop lying (laughs) (laughs) apologies mate I hope your team doesn't very well. I'm a Celtics fan, so, but, yeah, all the yeah, best, we're mate. top of the league, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might need to take that offline. Uh, Drew McIntyre, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck at Optus Stadium, the Elimination Chamber. Hopefully you win the title. Where are we rooting for you? <sighs> Thanks, I'm going to win the chamber, I assure yeah, you. Thanks so for having me, everybody. Now, we spoke yesterday, Katie, about my wife's birthday, and you asked me what did I get her, and I responded by saying, well, rather than actually buying her one big present on the day, mm. I thought I'd give her a present every single day for a week. So celebrate the week of birthdays. Correct. Yeah. And I was like, mm, what, what have, have you done? done? Yeah, what I you smell done? her up. Yeah, that's exactly right. Who gives presents every single day? Yeah, just like get her a present like a normal person and, and move on. And I said, no, I just do it for the love. I think it's really important. But I did actually say that I mentioned that I borrowed some money off her recently. So yeah. I felt like I had to buy her some presents with the money that she gave You me. overcorrected, basically. So the thing is, though, right, so Sunday, right, was day one yep. of birthday week, and the theme was tennis. So I got her some tennis shoes nice. and some tennis balls. It was beautiful, right? Then Monday was Frankie, which is my daughter. So I thought we'd buy presents for Frankie. Oh, I thought that was very thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Tuesday, her actual birthday was... Pampering, so you know, I got a, like a day spa and some you know, got her nails done for Love her actual it. birthday, right? Nice today, yes. right? Was handy Andy day. Andy, so, Andy. So what handy Andy means was that if there's anything handy around Andy. the house that needs to be done, yeah, give it to handy Andy. So I like you know I've got the putty out and I um did a bit of painting. I mowed the lawns. Mm. I did a few bits and pieces, pulled some weeds out. It just sounds like you're doing calls. some chores that you should be doing anyway. Well, this that is my problem now, Land Dog. Oh, God. What? I'm running out of ideas. Oh, God. This is something that if you're going to do a week of presents, plan ahead. And the thing plan is, ahead. right, this thing's bloody starting to cost me a fortune too. Yeah. Right? So, so, well, maybe you can dip into the money that you borrowed from her <laughs> that got you in this position you in the first place. Have any other ideas what I can do tomorrow? Because I don't have any more money to spend. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, ask, ask your wife for some more money if you can. Babe, can you please give me some money? And with that money, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you out for dinner and tomorrow's going to be dinner night. 
on you. <laughs> it's the Rush Hour with Handy Andy and Caddy Lamb. It's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North versus South. Battle of the Burbs. Jeez, and you thought Elimination Chamber this weekend was going to get feisty. You should see people battle it out from the North and the South. Right now, though, we are playing for two tickets to the Amy Goldgrass section of Moonlight Cinema. It's the final weeks of Moonlight Cinema. Catch movies under the stars in Kings Park. Book your tickets now at moonlight.com.au. We are finding the smarter side of the river. Currently, North Stand at 13 South at 10. Embers... 13 to 10. South will not go away. No. They are staying involved in this contest, Lamb Dog. Yes, because they kind of have to or else we don't have a contest. It's North East South. Okay. Let's see. Representing the North is Wade from Ashby. Hello, Wade. How you going, Legends? Oh, Wade. Wade. um, I've got a feeling that you would be a big fan from the people that live down south. No, not at all. We don't talk about them up here. No, no. (laughs) When was the last time you did go down south? Oh, might have to be most, at least 10 years ago, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, nah, fair enough. All right. Well, yeah. um, somebody who then you definitely wouldn't have seen um, is Annika from Thornley representing the South. Hello, Annika. Hello. How are you going? Oh, Annika, she's sounding perky. She's so up and about. Wow. Yeah. Have you so ever heard of a about. suburb called Ashby, Annika? Oh, I haven't been there. No. Are you any interest in going up there anytime soon? Oh, no, no. No, I didn't no. think so. Let's get no. to the game, shall we? This is how it works. Uh, first to two points. Uh, we are playing with Wade. Your buzzer is north. Annika, your buzzer is south. Question one, Andrew Embley. What event is happening at Optus Stadium? North. North. This Saturday. Gosh, you don't finish the bloody question. <laughs> north scum. God. You're right, Embers, don't WWE. Oh, I hate you. I can't believe I've been told off by Katie oh, Lamb. You just gave what? it to him, mate. When they buzz in, Why you stop the, the question. That's he knew the answer. Buzzing in first. Sorry about him, Annika. Uh, Annika, I do apologise. Um, <laughs> okay, right. North 1, South Zip. Annika, you need this to stay in the game. Alrighty. What is the capital of England? South. South. Oh, my God. <laughs> Much for telling Wade what it was because we heard oh, you in the background. Yeah. London, London, London. London is falling down. Oh, no. Oh, Annika. That was a dog's breakfast, that. <laughs> Started with embers, finished off by Annika. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wade, those uh, Goldgrass tickets are all yours. Well done. Taking North to the lead, 14-10. So the Woolworths, I should say, previous Woolworths chief executive, his name is Brad Banducci, I think, um, has announced his retirement um, just days after a train wreck interview on the ABC's Four Corners, and you can't help but kind of just feel sorry for him. Um, You know when something, you know you're 
doing something badly and then all of a sudden it's like when it rains it pours. You just, just goes pear-shaped. You just start digging yourself your own grave well, and you're like, oh, good Lord, I, I can't get out of this. You start talking and then you realise you're veering off in a direction that does not make any sense, <laughs> even to you, the person that just doesn't even understand yourself. That happens to me all, all the, time. the time. I know, and I just let you go and let yeah. you talk and, and I'm then like, I'll you're say, on your own. Save me, save me. <laughs> and, and you I'm go, like, no, nah, dig yourself out of this one, Ember. So I actually feel his pain. So, uh... For those of you who haven't seen it, this is um, what happened. Rod yeah. Sims, the former head of the ACCC, says that we have We're, one of the most concentrated supermarkets in the world. Is true. he lying? It's not true. His words are that Retired, we Retired, by the way. I, I don't think you would impugn his integrity and his understanding of competition law. I'm just saying the world has got much more competitive. He retired 18 months ago. He's not... OK, let's... Well, can we take that out? Is that OK? Uh, yeah. I, should, I mean, he, he is retired, but I, I shouldn't have said that. Angus. Okay. Are we going to leave it in there if we are? Well, I mean, if, if we're on the record. You said it. I mean, oh. you know, let's let's move on. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I think I'm done, guys. Oh. Uh, you know, I, I do this with good intent. You know, I don't do this with bad intent. No. You're walking out, really? No, no, no. Can we just talk to no, you, no, Brad, for a second? You know, when you just want to like... Oh, the back pedal. Oh. It, uh, can, it can we take that out? Well, no. no, because the cameras are rolling and it's on the on the record and you can walk out, but then he awkwardly then walks back in and like continues the chat and oh. his face is just defeated oh. and I'm like... Oh, mate. Oh. So there's a new CEO in town and it's a woman. Shout out to Sharon. What's her name? <laughs> Congratulations to the new CEO of Woolworths. Hopefully you don't butcher an interview like... Yes, it's Mrs. Sharon CEO. <laughs> the old one does. I've actually had uh, a moment, uh, lots of moments to be honest with you, but I remember when I was first at the West Coast Eagles and and part of your role was sometimes was going out there and speaking to young 14, 15, 16-year-old kids who were maybe going down the same path as you and, you know, because you're there, you get to be able to speak and, and give them the message. And I got up one day and I just totally butchered the whole chat. <laughs> And I was talking about like alcohol and I was saying oh, how God. bad it was for you, but then realised that I absolutely loved alcohol <laughs> and I was 19 years of age. And, and then I just contradicted myself and I just spun myself so badly. Then in the end, I just got off and I walked off. You know when you sort of sit down, you got to wait for the, like, the speeches to finish? <laughs> yeah. I just walked straight out downstairs in my car and drove off. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah, alcohol is bad. Shoo-wee, shoo-wee, Hey, do you remember Mel Meninga, the, the former rugby league champion? So he uh, was launching a uh, political career and, uh, fair to say, butchered a press conference. The thing about that is that I was, I guess, a public figure and I was put on a, as a as on the podium where I was just a person out there making sure that I was, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm bugging it. I'm sorry. So Marilyn Malinga is leaving the studio. <laughs> 30 seconds his political career lasted and that was it. He was gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, one triple three five three. what's your best work perk? I mean, there are a lot of great jobs out there and, you know, the work just treats them very well. And the reason we're asking is because hundreds of foreign travel agents are going to be flown to Perth to uh, check out some of, you know, WA's best attractions. and good's that? Or just part of, you know, WA's recovering tourism sector. Promoting but WA. That's it. So 
I just think, like, how great would it be to be a travel agent being like, all right, so just to familiarise yourself, you know, as a travel agent, we're going to fly you to, you know, X, Y, Z, just so you can check it out for yourself so you've got some first-hand experience. I love the concept. I love the idea. Think about all the great places in the world and they go, oh, it's easy, we've got to go to Perth. Where's Perth? Yeah. Oh, well, they've got quackers there. Well, hang on a minute. take over to Rottnest. First stop, the bell. The The bell bell tower. tower. Of course, yeah. And then check out the bell at Cottesloe Beach. Beautiful. Go they down the beach come... down there at Cockburn. Co- uh, Coburn, actually. Oh, sorry, yeah. but they wouldn't know that, how to pronounce they know, it. They know. They haven't been here before. An Uber straight to Cockburn. My please. mate, JG, you know JG, good <laughs> yes. friend of ours. He's got a uh, recruitment company here in Subiaco called Silverstone. Now, he's got about 25, 30 people that work for him. Now, every single year, he takes every single one of his staff members away on an overseas holiday. BRB just retiring from here. Like, and seriously, like how amazing. Stuff. And this year, right, what they do is they get together and they discuss where they're going to go. So they had a, a brainstorming um, session about a week ago where they're going to travel at the end of this year. Oh, my God. And last year I remember they were getting lit in Bali. So they it were. looks like a lot of fun. And I was like, we need to join the next Well, trip. I think so too, yeah. And the way we're going at the moment, we might be looking for a new job. <laughs> One triple three five three. What's your best work perk? Remember last year as well. Work, 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 perk. Um, I got to interview a couple of the Matildas when they were in town. That's a good work perk. That was good. Yeah. Nat in Lansdale. Hello, Nat. Hello. How are you going? Very well, Nat. We're talking about work perks. Tell us yours. Look, I think I've got a pretty good one. A couple of years ago, myself and the maintenance manager were sent to South Africa. Oh. All expenses paid business class. What? Really? Business yep. class as well, Nat? Yep. Oh, was, living yep, the dream. Epic. So how long's that flight? Oh, because of COVID, it was no direct flight. So we had to actually go on two business flights. Oh, shame. <laughs> shame, so damn it. To Qatar. And then Qatar to South Africa. Oh, oh were you blind by the end of the trip? That. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. It was pretty special. Oh, God. What they serve you? What food? Yeah, what, what drinks? Kind of, yeah, because we don't do business class oh. here, Nat, so. I don't know. As soon as you walk on, it was like, would you like a champagne? Yes. And, yeah, it's like, oh, yes, exactly please. Said, yes. Two. <laughs> <laughs> One in each hand. Yeah, it was full on. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Business yeah, well, class. All the, and then how – South Africa, did you say? Yeah, so Johannesburg yep. and um, Richards Bay and oh. it was somewhere else as well. Oh, Nat, you <laughs> know what? It was pretty well wind. It was quick. Amazing. But, yeah. That sounds so amazing. good. And can I just say, every single time Kay Lamb flies, she feels like she's in business class because her legs are so small. They <laughs> no, don't touch not. the ground. I'm fine. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie. Monopoly Scratch and Win is back. Tickets in store. Play responsibly. 1 800 858 858.